Welcome to the Garner Andrews Show podcast. Uh, Garner, I have a good something for nothing story for you. These are stories of that one time you got something for free and you weren't expecting it. Seems kind of ridiculous when you kind of sum it up like that. But some of these stories are pretty good. Uh, My husband and I and our kids were camping for 10 days. One morning we went out for a bike ride and came back to find the honey wagon sucking out the poop tank on our trailer. We hadn't booked this service, but we'd been thinking about it. I told the guy that we hadn't booked it. He looked at our site number and realized he was at the wrong one. They charged $35 for pumping out your poop tank there. We got it for free. Jackie. Well, Jackie, some days you're golden, aren't you? Some days you're another color, too. But thank you very much for that story on something for nothing. This is the Garner Andrews Show podcast. 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 Hi, I'm looking for Garner. This is Garner. Who's this? (laughs) It's Garner Darcy here. How are you doing, man? Oh, good, Darcy. It's kind of embarrassing. I'm, I'm getting to the age now. I've got story after story and... I had a I had a good lottery story for you, but I got a good freebie story too. You want, which one do you want to hear? Hmm. Let me see. Something for nothing or a lottery story. Now, are you the winner of the lottery? No, really, really good friend of mine is. Uh, well, let's go with that one. Let's go with you know, that one. And you hear these stories all the time. It's one of those feel good stories of you know just single mom, three kids, make trying to make ends meet, and all of a sudden, bam, walks into millions of dollars. And this guy, he's a like he's a salt of the earth person, just a sweetheart of a man. Uh, I think it was six or seven years ago he won like three and a half million dollars, and he doesn't flaunt it. He'll buy pizza, you know, after work once in a while, as everybody does. But it just it's just one of those things that couldn't happen to do a nicer guy. And so does he? Three and a half million dollars. Did this guy continue? You could ret- well. How old is the guy? Uh, he'll be close to my age. Like he's probably in his forties. Three and a half million dollars, you could probably kind of coast for the rest of your life on three and a half million at that age, couldn't you? If you, I mean, yeah, if you, if you invest it. Like, yeah. But he still, he went back to work and he works hard every day? Oh, yeah. Didn't, no, didn't quit. He's still at work. He's, no, he's just, just a really genuine guy. And yeah, couldn't happen to, couldn't happen to a nicer person. It would be sort of weird, though, because <laughs> there would always be that sense, that feeling of, uh, Anytime you went out for dinner with people, are they looking at you, expecting you to pick up the tab? And if you don't, do they think you're cheap? <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I guess that. I'll tell you, I wouldn't want that anyway. burden. I wouldn't want millions of free dollars because I don't need that burden. Yeah, no kidding. Hey, Darcy, quickly, what's your something for nothing story? He, he um, gave you a bunch of money? No, I was, I, I found a crack in my foundation one day and I'm like, oh, geez, what do I do about this? And. I happened to have the Atco guys come over because they were relocating the gas meter. So as they were in the backyard digging up, you know, for the gas meter, I said, hey, would you guys mind sliding that backhoe around the corner and digging up so I can expose this crack in the foundation? So they did it. Not a problem. And when I called the foundation people, I described to them this crack, and they said, oh, well, we're going to have to get down there and dig that out. I said, don't bother. I already did that. The Atco guys came and did that for me. They said, you just saved yourself about $1,200. That's the majority of the cost is to dig up in the backfill of that. Okay, you got a foundation repair for next to nothing. Practically nothing. Okay. Uh, an almost free crack repair in your foundation. It's not a super sexy something for nothing, like, uh, say, 
getting upgraded first class or getting a suite when you only booked the economy room. But but it's good. It's good. Thank you, Darcy. I appreciate that. The Garner Andrew Show Podcast. Garner. Garner, my story of something for nothing is when I was shopping in Safe on Foods with my ex and I was by the poultry cooler and they had bags of three roasting chickens on sale. So I'm rooting around these bags of chickens and I find a bag of three chickens priced at 30 cents, a dime a chicken. And they rang them through like that and there was no problem. My ex always hated when I bragged about this story. There's also the story about how I got my daughter's braces for free, but I can never tell that one. Huh. Well, I'm intrigued. But how do you accidentally get braces for free, huh? Break into the orthodontist's house in the middle of the night and get them to sleep, outfit your kid with $15,000 worth of braces? How does that work? Uh, Stories that annoy the living crap out of your partner. Maybe we should... Maybe you've told that story so many times that they just can't deal with it anymore. You can tell me that story that drives them nuts. I'm here to listen to it. Garner! It's the Garner Andrews Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, The story that drives your partner, your friends, your family absolutely bonkers. The story they've had enough of. We uh, We can discuss that a little bit on the show here. Go ahead. Garner, I have a, a story about my husband that he wears something like a badge of honor and it drives me insane. The story that he just tells over and over again and you've had enough. Yep. Okay, what's the story? Give us the, the condensed version. Okay, condensed version is when he was a kid, he was like, he was left-handed, but then he could change the pencil from his left hand and continue writing with his right hand. Like, and I'm talking when he was like five. Mm. And he, so he considers himself ambidextrous because of that. And so he likes to often try to prove a point that he can still use his left hand, which he really can't. <laughs> but he'll like all of a sudden just pick up his fork with his left hand and start eating stuff. But it looks like so awkward. Yeah. Or he'll grab a pen and like go to write his name and it's like it looks like a five-year-old doing it. Okay. Yesterday morning on the show, we started to compile the power rankings of least interesting stories. And I think we need to add the story of how you used to be left-handed to the list of least interesting stories. <laughs> yes. Okay. What, what's your name? Uh, Debbie. Debbie, do you want to shame your husband on the radio? Yes. What's his name? His name's Noel. Okay. Hey, Noel, we've had enough of that story. Noel, I know you guys. Yes. I know, I know. Oh, okay. Well, you guys, you have a good day. Say hi to Noel for me, okay? I will, Garner. You too. Okay, bye, Debbie. Bye. There goes Debbie. Garner! This is the Garner Andrew Show Podcast. Hey, I got a, I know this was yesterday's topic. I just heard you were saying, uh, I got an example of a story that I never want to hear again. Oh, okay, sure. Is it, uh, we're adding the story about how you used to be left-handed but the teachers made you learn to write with your right hand that's going on the list <laughs> yeah, uh, right, I heard that. that's that's pretty good right underneath where you were on 911 yeah okay. yeah that should definitely be on top of the list okay what's yours uh, it's kind of edmonton specific but uh, how about how the fact that you missed out on the housing boom of 2006 ah <laughs> <laughs> right 
you should have bought a house or you wish you had bought it, you had a rental property or something. Yeah. Maybe we should add to uh, the story about how your parents bought a house in Glenora back in 1964 for $8,000. <laughs> Maybe that should be on the list too. I think it's that my mom, my parents actually grew up in that area. Oh, did they? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Houses yeah. were $6. <laughs> yeah. Right on the river. Yeah. Beautiful. Okay. Have a good one. All right, Garn. Thanks to you too, buddy. I'll tell you one thing, though. The $6 back in 1964 was like $30 when you adjust it for inflation today. I'll tell you that, mister. The Garner Andrew Show Podcast. Garner! We were talking earlier today about stories everybody's sick and tired of hearing you tell. We had uh, Debbie on. She's had enough of listening to her husband, Noel, talk about how he used to be left-handed. Now he's right-handed. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's a story that needs to be told only once. Uh, the story of how you almost bought Aurora stock. I think that should be on the list of stories nobody needs to hear anymore. Right next to how your great-great-grandparents were supposed to be on the Titanic, but she forgot her phone charger at home or something and had to go home and get it and missed the boat. That's not really a story. Mm-hmm. And the ones yesterday we put on there, obviously... Uh, your dream from last night. Nobody wants to hear about your dream. Nobody cares. Uh, my husband tells a story all the time about how he woke up in the morning and it was still dark out and he heard snorting. There were a bunch of horses in our yard. One walked between two vehicles and broke the side view mirror. The number of horses varies depending on how many beer he's had. I told you that story now in under 30 seconds. He somehow makes it last 39 minutes. <laughs> uh, somebody else said, oh, man. I'm so over my wife telling everyone that she proposed to me. Does that happen? Are the, the girls proposing to the boys? I have no problem with it. No, that would be a story that... That's another one, too, when uh, someone gets engaged mm. and you hear them tell the story of how they got engaged. Somebody asked us this weekend, who was that? Yeah, there's a statute of limitations on that. Yeah, somebody asked how we got engaged, and I'm like, I'm too bored to even tell you that. It was not remarkable. <laughs> I asked her, she said yes. Mm-hmm. Next. Uh, this one, anytime someone over the age of 25 is still reliving their high school slash college drinking days, I don't care how smashed you got on that camping trip, Chad, this is a baby shower. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, keep these stories coming, okay? Garner! This is the Garner Andrew Show Podcast. You have a minute? Yeah, yeah. Okay, because i got to set the scene for you, okay? Okay, not, not too many details. Like some no, no. Sometimes it's good to leave out a few details and let the listener sort of color in the lines. Dude, I do have to set the scene. I'm downtown this morning at 6 o'clock. I'm going north on 100th Street, right at about 102nd. You know, they're doing all that construction there. And there's, uh, so I'm stopped at the light. It's six o'clock. What comes on the radio, right? The national anthem. So I'm sitting there at the red light, kind of half asleep, listening to the, the, the anthem. And then just as it gets to the, there's, a, there's an excavator picking up one of those big steel plates, and dragging it off the road. So just as they're getting to the, you know, God keep our land, and it's like starting to build the crescendo. The, the guys, the plate's moving out of the way, and the guys are coming in with their push brooms. There's like three, four, five of them coming in, and they start sweeping, 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 and it's like the action is building as the music's building. 
And then as it comes to the end of the song and hits the very last note, they drop the plate down onto the ground and a big poof of dust kicks up. It was cool. The synchronization was, was perfection. Every now and again, life just becomes a music video, doesn't it? Like you're just and listening. I love that. Don't yeah. When, yeah. And you sometimes feel like you're in the music video and you're looking all cool and everything. And then the people in the cars all around you are like, what's, what's that guy's problem? Because they're <laughs> listening to something else. Yeah, they're dialing 911 and saying, I think the guy in the car next to me is having a seizure. Yeah, you're splayed out on the hood of your car, get a fur coat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with my uh, with my chrome 45. And, my- and a rose in your teeth. It's Garner! 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 You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show podcast. That one time you got something for nothing. It's right there in the title. Uh, This one came in on the text machine. I bought a set of golf clubs off Kijiji. When I was going through the golf bag, I found more money than I paid for them. I paid $75, but found $90 in the bag. And of course, you immediately called up the seller. And you alerted them that you had $15 for them, right? No? The Garner Andrews Show. Podcast. I wish I was a Sonic Rocker winner. Everyone would be so proud of me. The Sonic Rock Door still unsolved. Tomorrow morning at 8.20, this rock door right here is worth $1,832. And no matter what happens, you get a free pair of tickets to Tenacious D. Tune in to the Garner Andrews Show weekdays at 8.20 to take your shot at the Sonic Rock Door jackpot. This is the Garner Andrews Show podcast. Over the past couple of days, we've been talking about the least interesting stories. And we all have one of those stories that we tell. And everyone else around us is just sort of like, oh, God, not this one again. I'll bet you if you asked your partner, your spouse, girlfriend, boyfriend, co-worker, if you asked them, what is the least interesting story? I, t- I bet you they would have no trouble telling you what story that was. And I'm actually kind of guilty of one of these. I realized this last night. We, um, we talked about those people, and it's usually an older aunt or an uncle. They have got to tell that story every single time you see them about how they used to be left-handed. But the teachers in elementary school, oh, they were mean back then. They made them write with their right hand. Great story, Uncle Wayne. But then I realized I tell a story that's very similar to that one. And to me, it's fascinating, but probably not to anyone else. Uh, My story is how I do everything left-handed except write. I'm a righty when it comes to scratching down all these notes in my little notebook here. But golf, hockey, eating, everything else left-handed. And that's really not a great story. And I've now learned the error of my way. So what this comes down to, this isn't just a show where you and I try and amuse each other. This is a show about personal growth and learning. And I will never tell my tale of left-handedness again. That one goes into the vault now. The Garner Andrews Show Podcast. I was asking, Sarah, do people wave? Because I always feel weird because I always wave at the traffic flagger as you go by. Because you're crawling by 
You look right at it. You make eye contact. I think anytime you make eye contact with somebody, it's like you have to at least give the, hey. Like even if it's just a little farmer wave where three fingers come up off the steering wheel, that kind of thing. It's like, I acknowledge your presence. I got this text message. It says, Garner, I'm a flagger too. There are more people who tell us off than are nice to us. Aha. <laughs> you know, we need to have flagger day. Is that what they're called to? Are you called a flagger? We need to take a peek behind the flagger curtain and find out what makes these people tick. What they like, what they don't. Is it okay to ask the construction flagger out on a date? How does it feel to have people stare at you all day long? Because think about that. The flagger is just standing in front of a whole bunch of cars holding a stop sign and then everybody in their cars, you've got nowhere to look except for directly at them. So you're going to start judging. You're going to be like, well, I don't like the looks of those coveralls. And the thing is, is that the flagger knows that you're judging them, but they have nowhere to hide. I think it takes next level self-confidence and, you know, off the chart levels of self-esteem to stand up there like that, being judged and having insults hurled at you all day long because after all, it is your fault, the flagger, that the sinkhole appeared or a new grocery store opened. It's your fault. Uh, flaggers, do people try and hit on you? Have you ever been asked out on a date while you're just standing there trying to hold a stop sign in the blazing hot sun? Will you choke on the air? Garner! It's the Garner Andrew Show podcast. Podcast. Garner, thank you for the shout out. I too am a construction flagger. I don't get hit on. Sometimes I get yelled at. Sometimes people give me the finger. But the worst is when people see me holding my slow sign and they say things like, oh, you're not slow. You just have a different set of skills. Or don't beat yourself up for being slow. I didn't amount to much either. It's like they think they're the first person to ever say that to me. I don't even smile anymore or pretend to be amused. Jasmine. Uh, Garner, true story. I met my wife while she was holding a sign on the side of the road. I gave her my business card while I was sitting there. She eventually called. The rest is history. Terry. Okay, Terry, I want the rest of that story too. Is this happening? Are, are the flaggers, the construction flaggers, are people trying to engage you in romance? That's the polite way of saying it. Garner! This is the Garner Andrews Show podcast. Morning, Garner. It's Timothy calling. Timothy, how's life? Oh, you know, working seven days a week, just living the dream. But uh, if you really are legitimately that curious, about what happens on the tour bus, then I think you're just feigning interest in it. But listen, oh, no, to, I'm not Frank Z listen to Frank Zappa's... Uh, <laughs> he, he did a whole thing about don't make a fuss, just get on the bus. And you, there's no, you can't play it on the radio. Yeah. I'm not feigning interest. I'm actually interested to find out what goes on inside the tour bus at four o'clock in the morning as you're rolling out of Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. But I think I think things have changed. You know, these days they're probably having a, a health smoothie going over their itinerary, thinking about the next job and doing some form of aerobic exercise. 
Yeah. I get the feeling it's not like what it was perhaps like in the 70s. Yeah. And the buses are a lot nicer. God, they sh- that one I saw this morning was beautiful. Like, I could yeah, barely... It looked like a stealth uh, bomber. It was all black. That Everything they're called, was black. Uh, they're called a Prevo. They're That's- built in Quebec, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, we d- we were going to deliver... It wasn't one of those, but it was. Uh, it's called a coach. And we were supposed to be taking it down to Arizona. This was back December. Uh, I got stopped at the border for some... for uh, I had a waiver of excludability and a blah, blah, blah. But the bus itself... They call it a tour coach or whatever. So you go to get in, you push a code on the side. It's like Star Trek. The door goes and opens up, like comes out and then to the side. Not like oh, just opening a door. It can't be that yeah. simple. So and then disco balls, strobe lights, and smoke machines. None of that. No, but what? you go inside, and there was four remotes that handled everything, including like a sixty-inch plasma that came out of a counter when you wanted to watch TV. When you didn't, you pushed the button and went back down. Then to go into the bedroom at the back, it was a, I, seriously, it sounded like Star Trek. You push a button and it goes, and the door is open. And I'm going, this is insane. And it had, I think it had 600 horsepower. Well, hey, hang on a, a second. Hang on, Timothy. I need to... Uh, I your job. That, I know that... I hope that when you go to job interviews, when they're like, do you have any special skills? Or I hope you go, yeah, I can make the Star Trek door sound effect. <laughs> do it yeah, one more time. I'm the list of a class one equipment operator. Yeah, plus I can make this sound. <laughs> That's good. You got the job. Thank you, Timothy. The Garner Andrews Show podcast. Garner. Hey, uh, I, ne- I never, did you ever find out what Grimace was? Mm. Yeah, oh, a taste bud, apparently. Apparently, Grimace is a giant taste bud, which is kind of disgusting. A taste bud? Yeah. That yeah. is disgusting. <laughs> Grimace is the face you make when you, I don't know, you're just flipping through TV and you go past one of those shows, like emergency room shows, and they're, you know, showing them trying to reconstruct an accidentally amputated <laughs> arm or something. Like that's exactly, yeah. That's not what you should isn't name a, a fast food. describing word as well? Is it Grimace? Isn't that the name for the face that you just described? Yes, yeah, like, oh jeez. <laughs> like that's the face. Somebody got in touch and said, yeah, Grimace is actually a taste bud. Crazy, okay. Yeah. Uh, on the same line, did you ever find out what uh what the, the lyric to that song was? The Thunder Rolls or whatever, or the Thunderdome or something? No, uh, Danger Zone. Danger Zone, yeah. No, Kenny Loggins never got back to us. He didn't, eh? No, no, he didn't. That debate will continue forever, but it's not highway to the Danger Zone because that's (laughs) stupid. It it might be, but you're right. It is stupid. If that is, it's yeah, it shouldn't have been. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Uh, I don't want to talk about Danger Zone. It's I went to the danger zone. It's not highway to the danger zone. Because they're jet fighter pilots. They don't drive jet fighters on a highway. They drive them in the sky where it's dangerous. Okay? Thank you. Garner! This is the Garner Andrews Show podcast. Music news you can use on Sonic 1029. Here's Bryce Kelly. It's Wednesday, August 22nd, and this is the news. 
The biggest movie at the box office last weekend was Crazy Rich Asians. And during the movie, a version of Coldplay's Yellow is used. The director of that movie actually wrote a letter to Coldplay to convince them to allow the song to be used. In it, he explained how Yellow has long been used as a negative derogatory word for Asians. And it wasn't until he heard that song that he heard it described in a magical, beautiful way. And that's how the song got in the movie. Sonic! Metric have a new album coming out September 21st, and we've yet to learn a whole lot about it. Emily Haynes called into Sonic recently and explained that this is by design, as Metric are big fans of the mystery. We aim to entertain over here at Metric Inc. I feel like the suspense and all the art that we can create around the lead up to the music is part of the songs themselves. Sonic! There is Trent Reznor is scoring another movie. This time round, he's doing the music for a film called Mid-90s, which is a coming-of-age movie set in the mid-90s. Jonah Hill directs this thing, and it's out in October. It's Garner! 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 You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show podcast. Hey, I got a story about tour buses. Oh, okay. Did you ride one? No, actually, but I had a brief encounter with, with uh, one of the stars in there. Ooh, tell us more. Okay, I'm a, I, I'm a truck driver, and I'm driving down QE2, and there is a traffic cassette going on, and, uh, and I was driving at about five kilometers, and uh, I pulled up beside this big, huge tour bus, and it was painted like a Marshall stack, and there was a country music singer, and I don't even know country, and I pulled up right beside them, and we came to a dead stop, and I looked over, and I waved to the driver. And uh, all of a sudden the doors open and this cowboy comes out and he's wearing his cowboy hat and cutoffs and a pair of boots and no shirt. And he's, and he's like really drunk, gone, and it's about 7.30 a.m. And they're heading QE2 South. Who, who was it? His name was, uh, I, I, uh, oh, uh, the name painted on the bus was Lee Bryce. Hmm. Never heard of him. Don't know him. I, I'm not into the country thing, right? And uh, it just blew my mind. And, and apparently he's my brother. Uh, he's from Mississippi. And uh, he gave me a whole bunch of beer. Lee Bryce is an yeah. American country music singer and songwriter signed to Curb Records. Bryce has released four albums for the label. He was born June 10th, 79. That's all we know. Yeah, and, and yeah, you know more than I do now. <laughs> yeah, I was just <laughs> reciting that off the top of my head. <laughs> exactly, yeah. exactly. So, so that's my uh, uh, that's as close as I got to. But that's uh, in- that's never a good look. Cutoffs, no shirt, and cowboy boots on a guy. Ooh, <laughs> don't forget the hat. And <laughs> that's never that's never a good look. I know, and, and it was a summer month, and, and 7:30 a.m., and it was really weird. And and he's like he's like three sheets to the wind. Mm, okay. Hey, what's your name? My name is Brian. Hey, Brian, you have a good day, okay? You, you too, and behave yourself. Oh, I will. Thank you. Yeah, the only time a guy should be outside in shorts and cowboy boots with no shirt is because your house is on fire. That's the only time you should have that outfit on, okay? Thank you for listening to this edition of the Garner Andrew Show podcast. Check sonic1029.com for more. Hey, it's Garner. Why are you still here? Don't you have a a job or a friend? And if you don't, I apologize if that's insensitive. Uh, Anyway, while you're still here loitering and looking all shifty, let me tell you about a new podcast called The Big Story. 
It's a daily news and everything else podcast featuring some of the biggest names in Canadian journalism, and it's hosted by Jordan Heath-Rawlings, a guy that's been lobbing questions at smart people for more than 15 years. The big story, get it now, fresh off the podcast showroom floor.